Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The WWE taping schedule changes again. We will talk about that in just a moment. Plus, a former WWE champion has been set to go since December. So why haven't we seen him yet? We'll talk on that as well. For Monday, April the 20th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! No chance! No chance at all! Bill O'Reilly McMahon there. <laughs> it, it, it was too appropriate a connection to make for this particular story to start the podcast today. So let's go back a couple of weeks. Uh, WWE had all the guys fly in to do a block of tapings for Raw, SmackDown and NXT. Was going to see them through for a couple of weeks. Vince McMahon, as the tapings were getting underway, appeared and did a Bill O'Reilly saying, forget it. We're going to do it live. We're going to do live shows instead. So all those people that have been flown in to do Raw and NXT now weren't needed. And and in a time like this, that kind of nonsense is almost unforgivable where you're flying people from their homes to Florida or however you're getting them there only to tell them, actually, we've changed our minds. We're not going to use you. Uh, so back, some of them went. And last week, we had a whole week of NXT Raw and SmackDown live from the Performance Center. That has now changed again. It was uh, it was revealed over the weekend that WWE have reverted back to a taping schedule. Now, as it looks right now, I've seen a few sources citing how this taping schedule is going to work, but it looks as if the plan is for the WWE stars to fly in on Monday to the Performance Center in Florida, and over two days, get Raw, SmackDown, and NXT taped for that week. And then on the Tuesday, they fly back again. So instead of making... I mean, I mean, for some of them, it hasn't massively changed their their schedule because some of them were going to be flying in once a week anyway for live shows. And now it's just a case of they're flying in on different days. But this is how they're going to do it. So they'll record for the week on the Monday and then meet up again on the Monday and do it again. Uh, is, is, is this ideal? Well, 
When every other major wrestling company has taped everything for several weeks and kind of mothballed the company to an extent, it's it's certainly one of the more controversial ones at the moment. Only because, like, you're you're putting your superstars in, in at risk of being of being infected as a result of this. AEW being cited as one of those companies that have got it right because they are taped all the way through until the middle of, or maybe the end of May. Uh, so all their guys are now resting at home. They're doing bits from home. We're getting videos added into productions and stuff, but they're all home. They're all resting. They're all isolating. And in May, depending on how the world looks, I imagine by May, if everything isn't getting back to normal, which which it looks more and more likely that that isn't going to be the case, there will be more places that will be open for them to come and work. I believe Florida is leading the way when it comes to essential business and uh, wrestling being classed as such. So there's a good chance that come the end of May, they'll have more options. They could certainly go back to Daly's Place and do Jacksonville uh, in Jacksonville and do AEW Dynamite from there. But they've got the right idea. WWE have decided that they're just going to be basically meeting once a week and getting everything taped over two days. Uh, why they have flopped on going from live from taping to live and back to taping is apparently down to Vince McMahon, obviously, and the television deals that WWE have cut. Um, this comes from the Wrestling Observer, Dave Meltzer, saying that Fox and NBC obviously have big deals with the WWE, uh, which is based around live programming. It has come to light that in the current situation... Fox and NBC Universal have both said to Vince McMahon that as long as the shows they are receiving were first run, even if they weren't live, they wouldn't hold that against WWE and it wouldn't affect the money deal that they have signed. I think the concern was that if WWE reverted to taping shows, that Fox and NBC Universal could either pay less or slide out of the deal down the road. But these are extraordinary times. And both major TV companies have gone, don't be stupid. As long as we get first run of whatever you make, that is all that matters to us. It doesn't need to be live. So this is the deal that has been struck. Vince McMahon is adamant that he wants to do uh, very frequent recordings, very frequent tapings. But now he's going to allow the WWE roster... To, to come in on the Monday and the Tuesday instead and get everything done there and then. Some WWE talent, we understand, according to the Wrestling Observer, uh, that don't live in Florida have opted as a result of this to stay in Florida for the time being. This is to avoid flying back and forth and allow them to stay in quarantine between tapings. Um, not many, though, are doing that because most of WWE's superstars and roster and staff already live in Florida in a sort of close proximity to the performance center. And those will be able to quarantine between tapings of Raw, SmackDown and NXT. On the NXT side of things, uh, we have got some names of additional releases from NXT itself. Uh, names have been removed from the WWE Performance Center website. So these aren't guys that are appearing on television right now. Some of them appearing on or have been appearing on the NXT live event tour. We've talked about this before, like the NXT live event touring system 
it's almost like a brand split in the sense that a lot of the guys you will see on the road with NXT aren't guys that you will see on NXT television. It will be people on the undercurrent who are you know, getting into a position where they're developing characters that can come through. Uh, but however, there are some names that have been let go from that developmental side of things, uh, including Mohamed Fahim, uh, who's an Egyptian-born talent. He was signed back in January of 2018. Uh, Marcos Gomez uh, from Brazil, signed in May last year. He's got a background in Muay Thai and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Really interesting character. Could have done some amazing things there. Uh, Faisal Kurdi who was signed last June after the tryouts in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. So people that were signed during these really high-profile training camps around the world are being let go. Very similar to Edgar Lopez, who was a signee from the WWE's tryout in Chile. Uh, He came with a background from football as well, so he's got a lot of other sporting things on the go. Uh, Hussein al Dagail from Saudi Arabia signed again from the tryouts in June in Jeddah. Bodybuilder, looks the part. Sadly, we won't see him in the WWE ring right now. And um, from China, Yi Feng, who was known as Rocky on the uh, in the NXT rings. Uh, he came with a background uh, from, from the acting world. He was signed back in 2016 and was competing all the way up until February on the live event tour, but hadn't made it onto television yet. A whole bunch of names that you may not know. Uh, and, and this is kind of indicative of the releases in general. We've seen there's probably 30 plus names that have been put out there into the world as part of these losses, but it runs so much deeper than just 30 guys. There was reports on Friday that WWE HQ has something like a 40% drop in headcount in that building as a result of the layoffs and the furloughs. Um, Lots of names from WWE backstage that won't ring a bell with you, but have been a major part of the machine. I'm going to tell you about a guy called Kerwin Silfies now. Now, Kerwin is one of the people that was furloughed this past week as part of the cuts, but he has been a key person behind the scenes in WWE since the mid-80s. Kerwin Silfies, uh, they were talking about him on Grilling JR, Conrad Thompson and JR's podcast, um, and they were talking about Kerwin and the impact that he's had in the WWE. He's been a director of, of television since the dawn of the Hulkamania era. He's been backstage. You very rare, like I think he's probably been on a handful of WWE documentaries, but that's all that we've really seen of him. Um, but he's well respected, well loved, and he's now been furloughed. So there's a big chance that he may come back when all this calms down. And obviously, with furloughing, there's a chance that might not happen. Um, we, we understand the majority of the staff backstage and at WWHQ have been furloughed as opposed to released from deals or fired. And when we know more about the ins and outs of that, of course, we'll tell you more about it at cultaholic.com. Uh, Dan Mather is one of the names from NXT that was released uh, last week as well. And he put out a tweet that uh, pretty much shows that the release was nothing compared to the week that he'd had. Um, he said from the he put out a tweet saying from the world getting not locked down to getting ejected through my car window and then being released by the WWE. It's been a wild 21 days. Tune into my Instagram live. I'll drop all the details your little heart could desire. So Dan Mather, formerly known as Dorian Mack, 
maybe about to uh, uh, spit some truths on WWE and other things. And bless him, he's also posted pictures uh, of him in the hospital post car accident and he's got uh, some incredible scarring on the back of his head he's not in the greatest of shape right now what a tough time he has had uh, best wishes to dan mather right now some words from some of the other guys that got released by wwe last week one of the biggest layoffs i think i've ever known in wwe history saw some uh, big names from tv let go and some some long-term employees of wwe let go as well um including guys like kurt hawkins who was on his second time around with the wwe kurt hawkins is very well respected backstage a few times you'll hear stories of kurt hawkins kind of playing a sort of player manager type role very much a guy that a lot of the younger talent look up to when the rock was making a return to the wwe for his match against john cena he was training with kurt hawkins so there is a lot of respect for Kurt behind the scenes. Uh, Kurt Hawkins' wife went on to social media to talk about her husband's release. And she said on Wednesday, April the 15th, Brian, Kurt Hawkins, was released from his WWE contract. There was notice that morning that layoffs would begin and our anxiety kicked into full gear. Not just for ourselves, but friends and loved ones that this could potentially happen to. Brian just needed to know if it was happening to him or not. And I was praying the phone didn't ring. Well, the phone rang and I broke down. One week prior, they'd wanted to fly him to Orlando to film for Raw, and the next week, they're getting rid of people. I went from being scared of my husband coming home from work with the, cor with the coronavirus to days later, him getting fired. One thing I can say, I am so proud of how he held it together. The first time this happened, it was almost a matter of when. This time, it was just out of nowhere, given the current state of the world. Since he can't wrestle anywhere right now, he did exactly what he needed to do with and help himself cleanse of the past four years, which is basically get rid of everything he was holding on to. He also guided other wrestlers that had never been through this before with what they needed to do to set themselves up for success. Basically, anything would make me cry in the last few days, but for him making me proud, to me being sad, to even watching him be in full dad mode on a day that could have been a very dark one. He handles everything with grace, which just reassures me he will be okay. I feel so lucky to be his wife. Kurt Hawkins was also honoured along with Zack Ryder on WWE Smackdown this week, thanks to Dolph Ziggler. You may have seen some reports during the rounds that Dolph Ziggler has been going to various wrestlers' pro wrestling tees shop and buying up a whole load of their t-shirts. Not making a big song and dance about it, but just going in and doing it. And a few people have come forward and said, hey, Dolph Ziggler just bought a bunch of our t-shirts because his name comes up on the on the receipts from them. So there's, there's there's some lovely sentiment coming from Dolph Ziggler and he put that to good use on SmackDown. You may have seen this already uh, where he was wearing a Riders and Hawkins t-shirt during his segment on SmackDown this past Friday. Real classy move from Dolph Ziggler. MVP put out a very interesting tweet regarding Heath Slater as well. Talked about how Heath Slater started uh, with Deep South TV working for free. MVP saying he literally worked himself into a development contract. He then talks about how Heath Slater uh, really worked and practiced to get his, uh, his mic skills better. And this is followed up with a video of Heath Slater cutting a promo of a lifetime on SmackDown a couple of years ago. Heath Slater is one of those guys that is also going to be fine. He's just released a t-shirt called I Got Fired. It just says I Got Fired in the same, in the same way as I Got Kids. That one. I've bought one. I may have already bought one. 
<laughs> I'll be wearing it in a video at some point, providing I got the sizes right and I haven't put on a thousand stone in quarantine. But that's really cool to hear that Heath Slater is one of those guys that persevered to get the job and he will persevere to do more. He talks a lot about how hungry he is right now. So we're going to see the best of Heath Slater very, very soon. You may have also seen on the social platforms of Cassius Ono a black and white photo of just his boots in the centre of a wrestling ring. Now, to many, it could be perceived as this is Cassius Ono's retirement announcement. Cassius Ono was uh, released from the WWE over the weekend, we found out. But many seem to indicate that this isn't the end of Ca this isn't the end. Well, this is the end of Cassius Ono, I guess. But it's also the return of Chris Hero, which was Cassius's pre-WWE persona. So very strong chance that we'll see Chris Hero. I reckon if we see him pop up anywhere, it will be in Ring of Honor. That seems to be a nice place for, um, a form, the artist formerly known as Ono to land on his feet. Now, there are so many other stories about wrestlers and the aftermath of last week. And go to cultaholic.com for everything that you need to know as it happens regarding WWE's mass layoff from last week. I am on the rise. I am already the greatest WWE champion of all time. You people think you're going to hijack the Maharaja's crowning? This is not about you. This is about me as I celebrate my accomplishment. I celebrate for my people. I celebrate for India. The championship celebration of one Jinder Mahal from 2017. That was the weirdest time uh, as a wrestling fan, you know, in, in comparatively speaking, to watch Jinder Mahal's very sudden rise to the main event scene and his crowning as WWE champion. We haven't seen Jinder Mahal on WWE TV since late last year. He was part of the Super Showdown 2019 51-man battle royal. And following that, he competed at a house show against Mustafa Ali and suffered an injury. And he was off TV from September. We got to the end of last year and it was revealed that he was good to go. He put out a few things on Instagram that suggested that he was ready to return to the WWE ring. There was rumours that he would be making a comeback during the Royal Rumble. That didn't happen. There was rumours that he'd be making a comeback on the road to WrestleMania. And that hasn't happened either. Uh, with everything going on in the world right now, WrestlingRumors.net reached out to Jinder Mahal for an update on his status following the mass releases this past week. Uh, Jinder Mahal has confirmed that he is ready to return. He hasn't been released by the company and he is ready to get back in the ring. He just simply doesn't know when. For whatever reason, WWE haven't pulled the trigger on the return of Jinder Mahal yet. There is some storyline goodness waiting upon Jinder Mahal's return. What with Drew McIntyre becoming the WWE champion. That means that two out of three members of the ill-fated three-man band faction have now become WWE champion in their time. Is there money in a Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal title feud at a pay-per-view? No, I don't think there is. But there is certainly room to have a match 
around this story. This feels like something that they need to address on WWE TV at some point. I don't see any reason why we can't see Drew versus Jinder on an episode of Raw. That'd be fine for me. I don't believe this. I mean, it, storytelling, you could you could make this a thing. I don't know if that is the case. It's a weird one with Jinder Mahal because there was. It's it's funny to see a company blow so hot and so cold on somebody so quickly. I don't think I've ever known any any company push somebody the way that Jinder Mahal did in recent memory, at least anyway. And and I know you're going to cite a lot of people that got the push to the main event scene very quickly, but for Jinder Mahal who went from like losing in quick order on episodes of Raw to being drafted to SmackDown, becoming the number one contender within a week or so, and then winning the WWE Championship. Like to be, to go from WWE main event tapings in the same calendar month that you win the WWE Championship is is an incredible rise. And um, whether we'll see that again with Jinder Mahal, I don't know. I really don't know what they will do outside of give him a match with Drew McIntyre. I guess we'll all wait and see, won't we, for the return of Jinder Mahal. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And look at this job. Maybe they're finally going to be able to have that date. Otis gets the win and Otis gets the girl. We saw a little... Pretty lady, my peach, gorgeous peach. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm so loaded of emotion right now. I just want to explode. But right now, it's like we get the business done. We had a ham and slam Dolph, had to toss him around and give him the elbow, the whole oversized load, baby. Yeah, he's getting a little excited right now. Yeah. And, and Mandy, was this the last of Fire and Desire? You know what? I think my actions speak louder. And um, at this point, Sonia got what she deserved. Okay. And um, I think we should go get some steaks. What do you think? Oh, yes, baby. On, Extra rare oh, after you. Together.
the love story of the decade to end the podcast on today and it is the story of otis and mandy what a moment that was at wrestlemania now over the weekend as a lot has been said about this storyline as one of the main writers who put it together andrea listenberger was released from the company but it turns out that the person who pitched the entire storyline wasn't Andrea. She was obviously one of the great writers that brought that to life. It has come to light that the person who pitched the Otis Mandy storyline was, in fact, Mandy. Uh, she spoke to Hub, the TV series, and commented on how her relationship with Otis started back when they were in NXT. Mandy said, Otis always was around in NXT and posting pictures of me talking about how much he liked me in a cute way, not a creepy way. This continued on, and I thought it'd be great if this became a storyline, especially since uh, since once Otis entered WrestleMania. I actually went to Vince McMahon myself and pitched the idea, and Vince McMahon loved it. So Vince McMahon was suddenly behind the Otis Mandy thing. I can't fathom that Vince McMahon would have been cool with Otis getting the girl at the end. I can't help but feel that is a twist that he not he would have not want that he wouldn't have wanted. I can't imagine that's something he would have wanted to see on his TV. But it happened the way it did and I'm delighted that it did. As are you without a shadow of a doubt, I'm sure of it. And that'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling podcast for Monday. Three great videos for you to watch right now on the Cultaholic YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Uh, Ross Tweddle and Sam Driver have tiered the greatest WWE finishing moves. Uh, you can find out where your favourite falls by watching the latest tier list. Also, a list of 10 forgotten WWE Tag Team Champions. Some combos that you had genuinely forgotten about. Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre. That was a thing. I know. And we look back at the captivating career of Jake the Snake Roberts. An amazing breakdown of a, a career that very much is the phoenix rising from the ashes at the moment. That is on the Cultaholic YouTube channel for you right now. On the podcast feed this week, brand new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown Review lands tomorrow. A brand new episode of Desert Island Graps is with us on Wednesday featuring NXT UK's brand new play-by-play -play commentator, Andy Shepard. Going to be chatting to Big Andy on the podcast stream very, very soon. And also an update on this. Uh, we had obviously a very, very busy week last week. The Three Nights podcast miniseries will continue and it'll be wrapped up by the end of this week. Now, we're looking back at the time that a WWF wrestler faced a WCW wrestler for the ECW Championship. It was an amazing event that occurred 20 years ago and we will be breaking it down on the Cultaholic podcast feed a little later in the week. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Podcasts from. 